This is episode 371 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome everybody to another episode of Bella in Your Business. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. I am so happy to be back here with you. Missed recording the podcast and we have something really special for you. We're kicking off this new year and the entire month. We have my friend Bobby Machado with us. Bobby, you may or may not have heard him if you've been in the mastermind, but he was the savior when my website got hijacked the beginning of this year. Yes, that is true. Talked about it on the podcast, or not this year, actually, I guess last year now in uh, 2023. But for those of you who do not know Bobby, you're going to get to know him very well over the next couple of weeks. He is currently CEO and lead strategist at Signa Marketing and CEO at Sector 7 Apps. As a kid, he always had an interest in business and was providing landscape services, training horses, or reselling Tang back to his parents in fifth grade, which I think is hilarious because I did the similar <laughs> things. His experience in the digital world began when he taught himself how to code websites in high school which turned into a way for him to make money on the side while racing motocross, which still remains his passion today. After he stopped competitively racing, he decided to focus his full-time efforts on web development as a freelance web developer, which then introduced him to digital marketing as being part of an analytical and creative type, which guys, this is This means left and right brain together, and you don't get this a lot in this industry. He developed a passion for digital marketing and data. After working with an automotive digital marketing agency as the paid media specialist, managing over $300,000 per month in Google ad spend, so he knows what he's talking about with Google ads, he combined his passion for business and launched Signa Marketing. Bobby, welcome to the show for the next four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Bella. I'm really happy to be here today and happy to dive into it. Absolutely. So today... We're going to specifically talk about something that we're going to kind of unpack and unravel. We don't talk about this a lot on the podcast, which is why Bobby and I got together. And as him and I have been working together on my own website for the past year, we've just realized there are certain topics that we want to expose you to. We want you to have your ears perk up and your tail start wagging and start thinking about, wow, I can do that too. Or can I really do that to help my website perform better? So today we're going to talk about two inbound lead generation channels your website can't live without. So how's that for a cliffhanger, you guys? (laughs) Bobby, I'm going to throw it over to you first, though. And let's start off with a basic solid foundation, especially for all these conversations we're going to have. First off, what is inbound marketing? Inbound marketing means that you have a channel that is producing leads that come directly to the website or directly to your business of users that are actively trying to find the service that you offer. They're just trying to find the right provider. So these inbound leads are the best <laughs> for a business. You don't have to persuade them that they need the service or anything like that. What you need to do is do a really good job of communicating to them why you are the best choice to solve their problem because they're inbound. They have a problem. They have a pain point. You can always be that provider depending on what that pain point is, but that's inbound marketing. And when the business has an inbound marketing channel that they can depend on, that is critical for growing your business because now you're not praying for referrals 
or just looking up to the divine for new leads or anything like that, you have a predictable system that's going to be feeding you leads every month. And that's really important for building a business. So that's what inbound marketing is all about. Fantastic. So you guys, it's not that pesky sales. It's when people actually are searching for you and they're coming in somehow, they're already interested. So from a pet sitting perspective, Bobby, what are the best channels to attract potential customers from an inbound digital marketing perspective? At the end of the day, Google, in terms of one of these search engines, but search engines in general, Google being one of the major ones, is always going to be one of those top sources of inbound leads. The reason being is because everyone is going to their phone or to a laptop or a desktop and in their search bar, which a lot of times, 90% of the time, is defaulted to Google as a search engine, they're going to be typing in cat sitter in Phoenix or dog sitter in Atlanta or whatnot. And those types of searches are transactional, meaning they carry buying intent. Only someone that's actively trying to find that type of service provider is going to be typing in those keywords. So the businesses that do appear on Google search at the very top for those types of keyword queries end up getting inbound leads because the users are finding them up at the very top of search engines. So that's going to be one of the main channels there is search engines. Now, when there's two different types of channels, how we're speaking here, there's your paid ads, which are the very, very top. You'll see those sponsored ads that appear on Google search. And then after that, you'll see the organic search listings, which those are the search engine just doing its job as far as populating relevant results based off the user search. And what's going to be really important for pet businesses in particular is showing up in what we call the Google local pack, which that's going to be those top three listings that show the stars and the review reputation of each business. Ideally, you want to be showing up there because those businesses get a lot of leads <laughs> by being in those placements. But at the end of the day, you're going to have those Google ads and the organic search listings. And both combined actually is really powerful for inbound marketing because now you're tapping into both types of personas, people that like to click on ads and then other people that like to click on the organic search listings. But at the end of the day, those are going to be your top inbound channels for inbound leads. Wait, did I just hear you say that there are actually people who like to click on ads? Yes, you would find that about 30% of users <laughs> will click on the ads and the other 70% will click on organic search listings, which makes more sense that a greater population does not trust the ads as much, mm -hmm. but the other 30% do. And so that's one thing I really like to remind business owners is that when you're looking to do inbound lead generation, you can start with one or the other. You don't have to do both out of the gate. However, you have to understand what to expect out of it. So if you said, hey, I want to dominate my market, well, at that point, you would actually want to run a hybrid approach of having coverage and placements on your Google ads for the paid placements and ranking high on the organic side so that essentially you actually appear twice for a given search query. That way, you're actually getting full exposure. And if you have a person that wants to click on the ad, they can or... On the contrary, if you have a person that rather click on the organic search listing, they can do that as well. Woohoo, that's a really good tip. I like that. So, you know, double down. And so guys, if you missed it, the answer to this podcast already is two inbound lead generation channels your website can't live without. That would be Google, right? Yeah, Google ads, the paid listings, and then also executing a search engine optimization campaign, which that is what is used to increase your rankings organically. 
say, for example, when we break down the search engine results page, so when you type in a query, you get all those results. Um, uh, ideally, you want to have your business appearing on Google ads at the very top, and then also in your organic search listings. That way you have full coverage. But you don't always have to start with both. You could say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to start with Google ads. I just want to tap into the first 30% of the market and get some leads. And then over time, you could always reinvest some of the profits back into your marketing for inbound and start to invest it in SEO so that you get your organic search listings now ranking out of the top of search engines. So you can always do a combination depending on where the business is at, what your goals are, how quickly you want to scale, stuff like that. Got it. That makes so much sense. So I know a lot of our listeners are thinking right now, but Bobby, how do I know what channels are producing inbound leads for us? So that is always going to come down to tracking and accurately tracking conversions. <laughs> That's actually going to lead us to one critical thing that every website should have is proper conversion tracking using Google Analytics 4. And so before it, we had Google Universal Analytics, that's the old version of Google Analytics. And now we have the new version, the UA, the Universal Analytics has been retired by Google. So it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't process any new data. So if you have not moved to GA4, Google Analytics 4, you want to make sure you do that. But within Google Analytics 4, we set up conversion tracking. Conversion tracking is going to track how many phone calls we get from the website that are inbound leads. Also, what form leads we are receiving. So if you have a lead form or a contact form where new business can be inquiring about your services, we want to be tracking those form submissions within Google Analytics 4. And so once you start to record conversion data, you will literally see which channels of traffic are producing leads. You'll see how many leads came from your Google ads, how many came from your organic search. And at that point, by default, you'll actually see if you're getting leads even from your email marketing or referrals or stuff like that, because it tracks everything. So yeah, so that's one of those things that you definitely want to make sure you have in place as a business owner is proper conversion tracking via Google Analytics 4. This is so, so good, Bobby. I love this. So, okay, if a pet company, like one of our listeners, if they're receiving traffic mm -hmm. from these search engines or the Google ads that we were just talking about, right? Mm -hmm. But they're not getting any leads because, you know, they can see it on their Google Analytics 4. What's the issue? How can we convert website visitors to inbound leads? Very good question. And it can be frustrating as a business owner when you're, say you have been investing in SEO or running some Google ads and you're, you see all the clicks, you see all the activity and you're like, man, I'm getting all these website visitors. Why am I not getting the leads? So the second component to inbound marketing is going to be converting those website visitors into leads. So to break it down, we have traffic acquisition, which would be you know SEO, Google Ads, et cetera, actually getting the users that are interested in your services onto your website. So that's traffic acquisition. The second part is converting them. So a lot of times what we see as mistakes would be a website or a landing page that is not answering the pain point to a user within, you know, we're talking like within a, a less than a second type of deal. It has to be very, very easy for the user to land on the page, understand that they are on the right page and that they have found the right provider that actually is going to solve their problem. When those conditions are met and satisfied on the user end, they're going to convert because they're going to say, okay, cool. I typed in pet sitter in San Antonio. I landed on a page about pet sitting services in San Antonio Here's all the social proof. They look like a very credible company. 
they have testimonials, they have a breakdown of what their service entails, what to expect, et cetera. And at that point, as a user, you say, okay, it sounds like I found the right provider. I'm going to inquire about the service now. I'm going to place a phone call or I'm going to submit this form lead. And so that page that the user lands on has to have an exceptional user experience that has no friction. We want to make it just easy peasy <laughs> for them to convert. And the better that we do on the user experience side to convert those users, we're going to have a higher conversion rate naturally as a domino effect, which that means more leads for us. The more leads that we can get with even the same amount of traffic just by upping our conversion rate, that can always be very magical in the sense that if you're already investing in Google ads, you're getting all the traffic. But if you make some tweaks to uplift your conversion rate, then you can literally get more leads within the same budget at that point. It all sounds so easy when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, theoretically, for sure. Yeah, I think where business owners sometimes will get stuck is just the actual strategy of the landing page. You know, what type of headline should I be writing? How do I write a hook that gets someone's attention? You know, the placement of the forms, you know, stuff like that. There's a lot of strategy, of course, that goes into those landing pages. But the fundamentals are practical, of course, at the end. Awesome. That's such good information. And I love that so much that I think next week we're going to have you back on here talking about the dangers of hiring an SEO company for your pet business, which of course, we're going to get some really great tips of what we should be looking for with that SEO. But you guys, you always know I love to share my wealth and I love to share my partnerships with you. So uh, Bobby and I have actually kind of teamed up and this is going to be really exciting for you. First, I'm going to have Bobby explain how he might be able to help you. Like he has helped me tremendously. And let me just say, it's really delightful to be able to talk to someone who is a geek, but also speaks regular terms as well as you hear here today on the podcast. Um, but Bobby, I'm going to throw it over to you because you've got a free local SEO audit. I want you to explain what that is. And then I want you to explain to them what deal I kind of like forced behind your back and made you do because I have to look out for my jumpers, man. <laughs> Absolutely. It's an honor and a pleasure working with you, of course, Bella, as always. And so we we wanted to really do was really provide value to the audience. We know that especially as a small business or a medium-sized business, there's a lot of moving pieces and we're here to help and make things life easier when it comes to inbound marketing. And so what we really wanted to do was provide a free preliminary local SEO audit. What that's going to do is provide business owners within this industry, in the pet industry, a breakdown of where their opportunities to rank for their transactional keywords. So to define a transactional keyword, a transactional keyword is a keyword that your ideal customers typing into Google when they're trying to find your service. And so if you're not showing up for those keywords, then really there's an opportunity cost that you're losing the opportunity that exists there by not ranking for those terms. So we are more than happy to provide a preliminary local SEO audit for anyone that's interested in one. And that's going to outline the gaps or any opportunities that we find that should be filled up from a local SEO standpoint so that ideally you would be ranking for those transactional keywords and capturing those inbound leads that are actively trying to find the right provider. So that's the first time we wanted to offer. Now, the second for anyone that decides, hey, you know what? I do need more inbound leads from search engines on the organic side of things. So this would be search engine optimization. 
Della did everything she could and we made it happen. Bobby, you were like, well, I could help them and we could do the local SEO stuff and like really start working with the monthly thing for 2000 a month. And I was like, Bobby, seriously, that's way too expensive. My crew is not like some of the other big businesses that you work with. They're not those big automotive companies that we talked about where you're managing $300,000 a month. Like these are blood, sweat, tears, hardworking, mom and pop, built from the ground up people. And, you know, they got their hats in a lot of places. So I immediately said no. Like, guys, I just I just stood up for you and I said that. So Bobby, tell them exactly what we did land on because you could do a better job at it than I can. So what we landed on was literally cutting that in half. We were able to meet a price point of a thousand a month. And for us, it's very critical without cutting corners. At the end of the day, local SEO, it's hard stuff. It's of course not easy, but it's very beneficial from an inbound marketing standpoint. That's literally one of the top channels there. And we know how important it is for businesses. And so looking at our resources, see where we can be very proficient and efficient with how we execute local SEO campaigns specifically for this industry. We found a way that we can deliver the results, do everything that is needed for a local SEO campaign to deliver top ranking results so that those inbound leads do come in to these businesses. So we're able to execute these at a thousand a month. Minimum is six months, of course. I always tell people like if they want to do SEO for two, three months, it's ethically not right for me to take their money because I know that it's not the best use of their money. Like only someone that's ready to do SEO for six months or greater where they're actually going to see the results is who we're able to work with. Apart from that, yeah, if someone did say, hey, I can do two, three months, I always tell them, you know what, save your money, save up. (laughs) We can strategically work in the future. We don't have to work today, you know. We could always work together in the future as well. So we were able to make it happen and it's available to anyone within the Job Consulting Group. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Bobby. I think one of the best things about this, and this is the feedback I've gotten from clients that you've already worked with of mine, is that they can just trust you. And they really appreciated how it wasn't a transaction. It was a relationship and a partnership. And they were really impressed with how you and your team came in and just really like took the time to understand their business, their goals. You ask them some hard questions that, you know, they really had to think about. And so that you could help devise a strategy. So you guys, when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to sell you or pitch you. I'm just trying to help solve the problems that you know you have and some of them you don't know you have. So anyways, we're going to be back again next week. We're going to talk about dangers of hiring an SEO company for your pet business. And since I already let the cat out of the bag, we're also going to be talking in the future weeks about the four myths about what blogging will do for your pet care company, because so many people think a blog is going to help and why it's not as important as you think it is and what it can do for your results, referring to blogging again. So we'll be back for another episode of Bella in Your Business Remember, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.